Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We had the pleasure of chatting at length with Ian Bremmer, the uh, president of Eurasia Group, uh, about their Global Risks 2023 list and uh, the entirety of that conversation. And it's about a half hour or so is uh, an Armstrong and Getty Extra Large podcast, which you can get at armstrongandgetty.com. Here is a uh, a bit of it in which we discuss Russia. So <laughs> you can't do much better than your number one risk, and that is a rogue Russia. Explain that to us. Yeah, well, I mean, the funny thing is the risk report has a whole bunch of things that are connected. It's a bunch of individual leaders with a lot of power, surrounded by yes-men, no checks and balances, and they can make really bad decisions. It's the Iranian leadership, it's the Chinese leader, it's the Russian president, and it's a bunch of tech founders uh, that have the same sort of challenges, even if indications are not as uh, momentous on the nuclear front. Putin's number one, it's pretty clear, and it's the worst decision that's been made by any leader on the global stage since the wall came down. And, and you know, it's basically, he's not a chess player, he's a poker player. He made a big all-in bet on a bad hand, and he's gotten called, and now he's in very serious trouble. And he's not going anywhere. He's not going to be forced out of power. So the question is, as this war doesn't end, but as they can't win, what will Russia do as the most powerful rogue state globally? And that's a danger to all of NATO. Well, they are, they are the biggest nuclear power on the planet, so the idea yeah. of them being you know, beholden to nobody is pretty troubling. 
Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, for me, the nuclear weapons strike is the least of my worries because they, you know, the leader's not looking for Armageddon, but it's all the things he can do because he has those nuclear weapons. Mm. So you know, fiber strikes, pipeline strikes, cyber attacks, espionage, disinformation. It's hard to imagine that Putin facing an expanded NATO a much stronger Ukraine and, and and feeling like he's losing the war because he's fighting NATO. Not He's not just fighting Ukraine. He's fighting all of that support is going to lash out against at least frontline NATO countries. And it's not like he's going to engage. He's not going to do ballistic missile strikes. But when he hits them with cyber and fiber and the rest, what and, and there are massive economic consequences of that and political disruption, what are they going to do to Putin? And the answer is they don't have much more they can do to Putin. Well, and what worries me is that uh, the old dodge of dictators and, frankly, democracies from time to time, too, is that if you've lost your legitimacy domestically, you will invent or exacerbate some foreign issue uh, so that the folks can rally around you. And Putin, as, you, as you've indicated, has made such a horrific decision that ought to so diminish his legitimacy as a leader. I mean, he's going to have to take some extraordinary steps to get the, the people to rally around him. In other words, he's going to have to cook up some pretty serious foreign conflicts. And he's done some incredibly unpopular things. I mean, his decision to call up an additional 300,000 reservists from the population and throw them into the meat grinder of the front line. We know there's been 100,000 Russian casualties in this war. So far, it hasn't even hit the one-year date and, and not going to end anytime soon. Uh, you know, the, these parents are not going to be happy on the ground in Russia. The community is not going to be happy. So long-term, increasingly, people around Putin feel like dead-enders. They're folks that know that, you know, whatever they do, whether there's peace or whether there's war, they, they end up in The Hague. And, and that leads to bad decision-making. Mm. Wow. And uh, quick, Ian, get to the way this ends happily. He didn't. Yeah, and uh, I like him making the point that he's not as worried about Russia using nukes as just that they can do all kinds of things because they have nukes and nobody can respond. Yeah, yeah. You know what I didn't catch during the interview? It was twice he said cyber attacks, but he said fiber attacks. Now, is that denying them their dietary fiber so that their opponents become constipated or what? A fiber attack? Is that the new term we're supposed to use? Well, he said cyber as well in the same sentences. Okay. Twice. So fiber th- attack. So that's taking out communications networks and wires and stuff, maybe? I guess. Connectedness attacks. I don't know. I feel Yet like. Yet another threat on the horizon, Jack. <laughs> And we got more. We'll get into more of that later. Uh, China, and then the whole AI thing, in which Ian Bremmer says this is the year that AI gets smart enough that you could end up in an argument on Twitter, and you're arguing with a uh, with a computer, with a bot, and you don't know it. You can't tell the difference. Oh, you know that I reminds find that, me. I find that a little hard to believe. In that, if I call the insurance company or the bank or whatever, those bots. It don't even come close to pulling off that they're a human being yet. Not even close. What can we help you with? Uh, my account. Did you say savings? <laughs> no, I said account. Savings? So, you know, they're not. They're a long way, at least in those big organizations, from sounding like a human being yet. Have you done the cyber chat, though, on a website? Yeah. Like I, you go to support or whatever I, and you type in? I find it pretty unsatisfying. Usually, I don't know if I just end up with unique problems that don't fall handily into the things they've got their 
cyberbots trained to deal with, but I find oh, you got unique problems. Of course, I go mm. I go into it uh, hostile to start with. As soon as I realize, <laughs> okay, so you've decided not to hire a freaking human being who could help me immediately and to save money. You got a computer voice or a computer text help thing. I'm pissed off immediately. God, yeah. I hate the modern world for that sort of thing. You want to get the slightest thing fixed, and you got to go through 19 layers of bots and recordings and text lines before you can get to one human being who can understand your problem. Ah! But, you know, maybe the good thing is it eventually gets so good they will be able to help you with all your stuff. Yeah, I suppose so, although my experiences with the chat bots is the first couple of rounds are great. Uh, uh, so you're having trouble downloading. Let's see if we can help. Then immediately you go to the FAQs, and, and I know how to get there. But, oh, I, you know, I was looking for this article. I can't. My computer's hung up for the first time since I switched computers. Um, but there's an article about this AI company. There are a couple of them, but one in particular that's fashioned this AI chat that's quite sophisticated, that lets you chat with anybody living or dead and is pretty damned convincing because they have in that, that node learning way collected like the entirety of the works of Shakespeare. So, and you can talk to a combination of people, and they gave the list, and I wish I had it in front of me, but it was like, what? Shakespeare, or Franklin Roosevelt, or Billie Eilish. And <laughs> I might say, you know, that's long been my dream, is to discuss, uh, you know, the events of the day with Shakespeare and Billie Eilish. You know, to get different perspectives. Or FDR? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd so ask, I was going to grab this and go ahead. I think I'd ask Billie Eilish what it was like to work with Stalin. No, 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 no. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong one. Did you feel like you were betraying something sacred when you were collaborating with Stalin to defeat the Nazis? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to ask that to FDR. <laughs> but, Billy, I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> FDR, what did you think of it when Billie Eilish went from, like, wearing baggy clothes and hiding her body to revealing her bombshell curves? I'll tell you what I thought of it. I thought, oh, this whole thing was a manufactured stunt from the beginning. Oh, okay. The only thing we have to fear are hips themselves. I've got to dial into it. I've got to try it. So they can't be any good. So, But I'm supposed to believe that... The bots that Russia's coming up with are better than the ones that Wells Fargo or my insurance company's coming up with in terms of their ability to seem like a human being arguing online? Well, I don't There are different you know, styles and levels of, of uh, communication, obviously. And judging by what I see on Twitter, angry and moronic is what you need to go for if you want to uh, do what Ian Bremmer was talking about. Be engaged by a bot online and waste your time and make you angry. It's, I mean, there are morons who do that routinely. So, sure, yeah, yeah. that's a decent point. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. What a personal privilege! Don't get brazen with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm going to deal with this fairly quickly just because it's so gross. But I had a conversation late-ish last year with a young man who's a friend of the family who works on currently a hospital floor that deals with addiction. Uh, addicts, people who OD or people who just want to get clean or get arrested or whatever ends up on his floor. So he's used to dealing with addicts. And uh, if you think you got a rough job, oof. 
People intentionally trying to poo on you. Picture that. Anyway. As opposed uh, to accidentally pooing on me? I'm not sure one's a treat more than the other. Yeah, but the, the intent there. Knowing that somebody tried to poo on you. I mean, I've raised babies. I've dealt with babies. They don't mind. They don't mean to poo on you. It you was somebody, so bizarre and, and, and so grotesque. So grotesque, Johnny. Uh, what is anyway. what is the message from the guy who's trying to do this to you? To, to leave him alone? Or I'm unhappy with. This? I think it depends on the messenger. It varies. Okay. <laughs> uh, generally, the person is completely out of their mind and full of paranoia, anger, whatever. Oh, but gotcha. this young gent and I uh, and the other people involved in the conversation were talking about uh, what they're seeing on the floor. And you want to talk about being on the leading edge of knowing what's happening on the street. Uh, these, uh, whatever you call them, drug addiction wards are. And he was talking about Trank. Seeing the the customers, the frequent flyers come in uh, high on or strung out on Trank. It's an animal tranquilizer called Xylazine, which is known by street names like Trank, Trank Dope, and Zombie Drug. It's being used to bulk up illicit fentanyl. So if you're giving addicts fentanyl, but you're afraid it's not going to get them high enough or addicted enough, you throw a little Xylazine in there. And it's highly addictive. It's terrible for you. It causes crusty, blackened tissue. Yeah. Horrifying hey, sores. Hey. <laughs> Not crusty the clown. Crusty the sensation. It causes wounds that erupt with a scaly dead tissue called eschar. Untreated or eschar, it can lead to amputation. It induces a blackout stupor for hours, rending users vulnerable to rape and robbery. When people come to, the high from the fentanyl is long since faded, and they immediately crave more. And because xylazine is a sedative and not an opioid, it resists standard opioid overdose reversal treatments. Moving toward to the text that the uh, gentleman in question and I were exchanging earlier in the show, Trank is bringing huge problems to the hospital because the symptoms present with similar sedative effects from opioid, uh, opiate overdose, but its primary ingredient is xylazine, animal tranquilizer. It's cut with fentanyl, cocaine, pretty much anything under the sun. But Narcan doesn't work as an intervention to save somebody's life. They look like they've overdosed on an opiate, but it's not. It's tranquilizer. Folks, this is a little rough right here. Brace yourselves. Here's why you don't want to do drugs. And it occurs to me, a great idea, Jack. You kind of hinted at this before. You had edged up to genius, but it hadn't come to your uh, come together in your mind. You're talking about your boys seeing all the junkies on the streets of Northern California and how you don't really have to tell them how miserable the life of the junkie is. Because they see it. I mean, is that overstating what you're doing? No, absolutely. Their view of what drugs do is the guy they see on the sidewalk screaming at the fire hydrant. Right, right. We really need to do a scared straight thing with kids. But you wouldn't have to amp it up at all. You wouldn't even have to try. Then just go to Starbucks. Yeah. Good Lord. Take them to the local junkie camp. If you don't have a junkie camp in your town, visit beautiful California. Yeah, and you're not going to, you don't need any directions. It's right there for you. Oh, yeah. Any town, pick a town. Anyway, well, you know what? That's not actually true. There are towns in California that will not put up with junkie camps quietly and under the radar, but there are plenty that will. Anyway, so here's the part that's a little tough to take. And this was the part that grabbed my attention when we had the conversation last year. I've seen different. 
uh, 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 I am drug users. That's uh, I am. What is inter? I don't know. Um, picket their skin. You know the old uh, the heroin addict who's jonesing for it and he's picking at his skin, saying there are bugs and scratching and no. stuff. And meth addicts end up all scabby. That's because they scratch at their skin so much and they Ew. pick at their skin. So anyway, I've seen different drug users pick at their skin, he writes, but Trank is the first time I've actually seen a person's muscle and bone because patients complain Holy of skin. Holy crap! Yes. They oh scratch God. down to their muscles and bone, and then they open up a slew of health issues like infections, and then you get the sores that Trank causes anyway, and people's limbs are rotting off. They're amputating people's limbs. I'm about to vomit myself, folks. They're amputating limbs right and left because of the damage this stuff does. But the people who started on drug A, B, C, whatever, whether they progressed to wanted bigger high or just as likely these days. And this is what kids need to know. They thought they were taking X, but then the dealers who are the, 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 the street soldiers of the Mexican drug cartels put drug Y and drug Z in there to get them even more hooked. And so these people who thought they were doing meth, they thought they were doing heroin. They're ended up now doing fentanyl and trank, and their limbs are rotting off. Good God. That's rough. He said it's unspeakably gruesome. Well, it's not unspeakable. We just spoke about it. <laughs> it's, it's it probably should have sickeningly... been uns- probably should have been unspeakable. <laughs> I apologize. Unspokable. This is an article in the New York Times talking about um, how xylazine now, this trank, has been found in nearly 25% of drug samples really um, in uh, in New York City. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, man, they go into depth in Philadelphia where 90% of the lab-tested dope samples tested positive for this stuff. More than 90%. And it's it's poison. It's it's a horror. It makes fentanyl look like a good idea. Of course, there's always fentanyl in the stuff too, which will kill you. And it exists in kind of a legal gray zone too, because it was a it was approved by the FDA like 50 years ago as a uh, veterinarian prescribed painkiller for animals. Uh, but man, they go into these stories. You almost uh, have different needs than me. A half dozen Coors Lights got me exactly where I, as far as I needed to be. Yeah. I never thought, you know what? It just ain't doing it. I need some animal tranquilizer. Of course, they, like you said, aren't necessarily saying that either. It just got slipped into something else they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Here's this Brooke, 38-year-old tattoo artist, rolled her wheelchair to the exchange check-in and handed over a gallon container filled with syringes. Her mother, sister, and wife died of overdoses. Just over a year ago, her right leg had to be amputated because of an infection from a trank wound that bore into the bone. Oh, Lord. I can't even read that part. This makes the other stuff I was saying sound like a description of a running nose. Well, then then I, for one, do not want to hear it. I actually am not. Because you don't have the guts, do you? No, I'm not curious either. I don't need yeah. to hear it off the air. I just don't want to hear it. Please, kids, don't do drugs. Good Lord. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Now, from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Uh, Armstrong and Getty. These are bad guys. That is especially true. So bizarre and so grotesque. Yup. Okay. Well, that was unnecessarily frank, but how can this show be on one hand sometimes so highbrow, yet be what it is the rest of the time? Come on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Michael, I forgot to warn you. I've got a, like an Asia-related feature here. Do you have anything uh, handy? It's Armstrong and Getty. Look to the east. That's not bad. It's not good. Oh, this is the Chinese national anthem, correct? Correct. Since we're based yeah. in California, you don't mean like we're looking toward Utah or Ohio. It, you mean further east. You know, it's funny. I was thinking that that very thing, the east, the far east... It, if you've ever lived on the West Coast, you think of Asia as West. Yeah. It's yeah. just right across the Pacific. Yeah. If you were going to go to Tokyo, you would get on a plane and head West. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a, That's based on the whole world being from the perspective of the Brits, right? For I, hundreds of years? I guess, yeah. Europe, yeah, the Orient, yeah. which means the East. Mm. Yeah. Correct. Anyway, I, can't, I have no memory of what we're talking about. Oh, that's right. Please turn this music off. What are you, closet communist, Michael? <laughs> Playing that accursed anthem of oppression and evil? Anyway, a couple of stories of great note from the West. 
U.S. and Japan uh, have jointly and separately made several uh, significant announcements about military alliances. Uh, in the deepening of the country's uh, strategic alliance, a Marine regiment on Okinawa is now going to be able to fire missiles at Chinese ships as necessary in the event of a Taiwan conflict. The ability of our troops to do various things that troops do are constrained by our agreements with Japan. But this is a major move saying, yeah, if you got to unleash hell from uh, the Marine bases, why don't you go ahead and do it? Uh, the announcement of uh, Prime Minister Fumia Kushida, uh, uh, da, 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 his visit to Washington comes as his political standing is wavering somewhat, but it comes on the heels of Japan announcing a major hike in defense spending, a new national security strategy that calls for counter-strike or long-range strike capability, enabling it to reach targets in mainland China and other developments. They have made a giant step down the road of moving from the post-WW2. We never fight anybody. All we do is defend ourselves. We have no offensive uh, ability to project our power to now significant investments in that ability, plus authorizing the United States to do what we need to do from their ground, all to counter China. Yeah, Japan uh, boosted their military budget so much it is now a record. And they now I read, I was trying to verify that, I read that they are third only behind the United States and China in terms of the amount they're spending on their military. So they're, Japan's getting serious, and they have a history of being a, a very militaristic population. I don't know if they still are. They took, you know, they took 80 years off, really, and mm-hmm. got into a weird insular culture where uh, people are into anime and grown men get panties out of uh, vending machines and all kinds of stuff, and they like lead the world in porn. So I don't know if they're still capable of putting together a scary army but that certainly has been their history well culturally speaking conformity is enormously important in japan in a way that it's not in the united states and so if the uh, the fatherland calls upon them to serve in the military and and follow orders the japanese people will do it there you go i'm not an expert on japanese culture by any means but i know something good to have an ally like japan and good for them to be so close to china White House officials said, quote, Japan is stepping up big time and doing so in lockstep with the United States. Really interesting. Speaking of China, this is outrageous. This could well be the lead story, although just domestic political uh, eye gouging is is so sexy for news, uh, news outlets these days. That's generally their lead story. But um, the F, another development and story I brought you a while ago. Um, The United States is escalating the fight over Chinese so-called police outposts. Uh, Let's see. There's a nondescript six-story office building on a busy street in New York's Chinatown, writes the New York Times. Lists several mundane businesses in its lobby directory, engineering company, acupuncturist, accounting firm. More remarkable enterprise on the third floor is unlisted. A Chinese outpost suspected of conducting police operations without jurisdiction or diplomatic approval. One of more than 100 such outfits around the world that are unnerving diplomats and intelligence agents. Why is it unnerving diplomats? Because the scariest country on earth is setting up private prisons within your own country's borders? That bothers you? Good gosh, that's a crazy story. Police stations. Uh, Well summarized, sir. Uh, Police stations slash surveillance uh, outfits slash kidnapping uh, corporations. All to 
extend the mighty hand of the Communist Party's power to any Chinese nationals or family members who might be U.S. citizens of Chinese nationals, making sure that they know you're within our grasp no matter where you are. FBI counterintelligence agents searched the building last fall as part of a criminal investigation being conducted with U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn. The search represents an escalation in a global dispute. Uh, Irish, Canadian, and Dutch officials have called for China to shut down police operations in their countries as well. The FBI raid, though, is the first known example of authority seizing materials from one of the outposts. That's working, by the way. I know a uh, dude works at a major university, and when the protests were going on a couple of weeks ago over zero covid this dude an american who works at the university was uh, asking a question of a colleague who's from china um there is a phd person and uh they would not talk they would just not say anything on that topic wow these 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 wow. these secret jails and retribution back home it works so here's the way this works and it's so interesting to me oh boy hey god bless you Allergies. Probably that new variant. Speaking of China. Yeah, thanks, China. How, how's your Wuhan lab coming along? How's the uh, protocols there? You got those uh, nailed down yet? Yeah, I keep working on it. Now, come anyway. on, China. Anyway, where were we? Ah, so the Chinese embassy in Washington on Wednesday said, oh, no, no, no. These outposts are staffed by volunteers who help Chinese nationals get, like, their driver's licenses renewed back home. That's it. They're the volunteers. But Chinese state news media reports <laughs> dug them up get their driver's licenses renewed. <laughs> hey, you're living in New York. You got to get it renewed way back there in what's its province. And hey, how can we help? Maybe that's they, why they're there. We're here to make sure your magazine subscriptions don't lapse back home. I know. I noticed your fishing license back in Wuhan is about to expire. Can we help you with that? Yeah, that's what they're doing. But Chinese state media news reports this is the kami news reports reviewed by the new york times cite police and local chinese officials by name and describe the operations very differently they tout the effectiveness of the offices which are frequently called overseas police service centers some reports describe the Chinese outposts collecting intelligence and solving crimes abroad without collaborating with local officials. Public statements leave it murky who exactly is running the office. Uh, they use different terminology. But so in the official Communist Party newspapers, they're talking about, hey, these outposts are really effective and uh, we, we solve crimes without involving the local authorities. Some of the crimes, of course, involve, I don't know, being disloyal to the Communist Party. Unbelievable. Uh, Western officials see the outposts as part of Beijing's larger drive to keep tabs on Chinese nationals abroad, including dissidents. The most notorious such effort is known as Operation Fox Hunt, in which Chinese officials hunt down fugitives abroad and pressure them to return home. If you don't want your daddy to go into a secret prison, maybe you want to come back and face trial. Yeah, unbelievable. The attention of this is just growing. There's quotes from various people in the EU. Japan. Italy, France, Britain, Germany, Hungary, the Czech Republic, and other nations have identified these outposts. Unbelievable. Yep, it really is. That's Armstrong and Getty. Look to the east or the west, depending on where you are. <laughs> you know, as national anthems go, it's not terrible. I mean, musically speaking. No, no, it's, it's pretty cool. It's I like actually it. pretty yeah. pleasant, yeah. But uh, the lyrics are not so jazzy. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. True international depression. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The outspoken CEO is a rapidly dying breed. Um, and, and this has been so annoying, and Jack and I have been yelling about it during the whole BLM movement and everything. You, you, you damn corporations who think Twitter's the real world and you're surrounded by your woke young activist employees, you start to think everybody thinks what they do, and it's just not so. And if you make breakfast cereal or running shoes or clothing or whatever the heck else, how about you focus on doing that yeah. and shut up about the controversial uh, social issues because they're controversial you're a cell phone company and you're going to tell me what you think of a variety of things yeah yeah good example there so uh, quoting from the washington post in the last five years companies and their ceos have made public statements opposing restrictions on voting rights which actually have not been restrictions on voting rights at all you lying liars and in support of stricter gun control voice their opposition to legislation that prohibits transgender people from using bathrooms. Oh, another court case got decided. Yeah, boys go to the boys' room, girls go to the girls' room. Your biological sex. End of sentence. Stop using gendered language to determine who urinates where. So, so okay, so more courts are ruling that that is okay then. Yeah, you know what's interesting? I, I need to keep, yes, they are. They absolutely are. I need to keep reading verbatim from the Washington Post because they, uh, without knowing it, are making the very point I'm going to make. 
They spoke out against Trump's ban on immigration from Muslim-majority countries. For the 50th time, maybe the 50,000th time, there were a bunch of countries that included several Muslim-majority ones and several that weren't, all of whom had incredibly lax standards for figuring out who's who in their country. So, yeah, it made it really problematic to incorporate them as immigrants to our country, including North Korea and Venezuela and then Iran. Anyway, uh, storming of the Capitol, they tweeted hashtag BLM and hashtag Me Too. And they point out that that's a fairly new phenomenon. It didn't happen much much in in the past. But as of the George Floyd thing and all, everybody started to spout off about uh, social issues and politics. Well, how about, did did they include, because those are controversial, did they include just the other stuff like freaking clothing, the amount of clothing that I look at, and these jeans are sustainable. I'm annoyed by that. Of course, I'm annoyed by a lot of things. And now it's not not controversial. It's just, I just, I I don't even want those words in front of me. Just tell me how they fit. It's sustainable, how much water you used. Do people care about that? Mark, this segment, Jack hates Mother Earth. Some of you probably do, but... Businesses waded into these once taboo topics to begin with because they claim they aligned with their corporate values. And let's be real, because they viewed it as good PR. Right. Which is what we kept saying. You think you're doing yourselves good? You're not. But amid today's merciless cultural wars, deciding what to say about the latest hot-button issue is no longer a question for the marketing or social media team. It's escalated into a potentially massive reputational and political risk that companies are often better served hashing out at the board level, which is precisely what we were trying to tell you years ago. The Washington Post has finally woken up to what is clearly, obviously true. So as we enter 2023, they say the era of widespread corporate spoken outspokenness is ending. And this is the stuff I rushed through, but I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, part of the problem is, is they realize they've overestimated the goodwill that their public bellowings generated. Research from this professor at Columbia Business School has found that there is, quote, a significant demotivating effect if an employer takes a stance an employee disagrees with, but no statistically motivating effect if the employee agrees. That, That doesn't surprise me in the least. It's all downside with no upside, so just shut up about it. The blowback you get is greater than the benefit, and that's just the employees of the company. The reason, she says, is likely what's called a false consensus effect. People tend to assume that others share their values and are surprised and react more strongly when they find out that's not the cause. In other words, hey, I'm working for Nike. It's decent enough work. I'm proud to churn out these running shoes with the able assistance of some Chinese slave laborers. (laughs) But it's a good enough gig. And then all of a sudden, the company's spouting off and donating $20 million. And I've been asking for a raise for quite a while now. They're giving $20 million to a Marxist organization named Black Lives Matter. Oh, great, I say, as a Nike employee. That then they are going to spend on homes. Right, exactly. Lavish seaside Santa Barbara mansions. The response from companies' potential consumers is just as tepid. A report from the Brunswick Group published in late 2021 found that this is so, so telling. 63% of executives think companies should speak out on social issues. 63%. Voters, 36% said most companies uh, are primarily doing it to look good. They just, it's phony virtue signaling. Well, that's what I assume. The two groups How? also disagree on, oh, yes. How did 
did it take uh, smart people with degrees to do a study to figure out something that you and I both assumed? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's obvious to anybody yeah. who lives in the real world yeah. and talks to normal people. Anyway, uh, both the uh, executives and voters identified health care as the number one issue, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, but that's where the consensus ends. Climate change, data privacy, racism, and gun violence make up the remainder of the top five for the executives. For normal people, it's homelessness, mental health, unemployment, and crime. Hmm. So the virtue signaling bloviating executives have a completely twisted view of what normal people think about and worry about. Why might that be? Well, because the executives take in legacy media and they don't talk to their coworkers and friends. They're out of touch with normal people. So especially, you know, two years ago, how many businesses did you walk in that had a sign somewhere? Urban Outfitters, I'm picturing, still does uh, have a sign somewhere. It says, we stand with Black Lives Matter. And they're just now figuring out that you're just as likely to make somebody say, screw you and walk out. More as, likely. As, uh, more likely than yeah. to say, I'm going to buy two shirts instead of one because you're on my side. Right, right. You know, if, if there's one thing I'm kind of proud of, uh, about about this show is that we have resisted um, the idea of becoming like the in crowd. Like you read uh, Mark Leibovich's brilliant book, This Town. If you're a person on TV, and that's in quotes, man, you get invited to all the big to-dos, all the affairs. You know the politicians. Your kids go to the same school. You slap each other's backs. You, you just, you're part of that crowd. And people in the D.C. media crave that. They, they lust for it so bad. And, and we're the opposite. We think that's disgusting. Um, and, and so you get swept up to... Till the like the hot upper level group think is the only thing you ever hear, and you get so misled. It's amazing. Oh, and here's another note that I found so amusing. It's I would I would uh, title this the hazards of trying to appeal to the adjutant lefties. So, for instance, you decide we need to tout the whole climate change thing. Because that's really hot. I hear that everywhere. Everybody agrees climate change is a terrible thing and mankind is to blame. Well, touting climate efforts risks accusations of greenwashing and virtue signaling for the, from the left. So you're spouting off about that. You don't even get credit because the lefties will say, oh, my God, you're burning all this fossil fuel and you're using third world labor. And here you are talking about climate change. You're trying to greenwash your corporation. Right. So you don't even get any credit for them. Wow. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company, for example, has been regularly criticized by environmental activists for its financing of fossil fuels, all, while also making Kentucky's list of 11 restricted financial institutions that are engaging in energy company boycotts. So you're getting it from both sides. Uh, da, 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 da. The state's legislators are part of a faction of the Republican Party led by Rupp Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, our next president, uh, that's decided to make attacking corporate wokeness part of its social platforms. And quite appropriately so. It's popular. Haven't you been reading your own article? America is annoyed by these virtue signaling, spouting off, out-of-touch corporate jerks. So, you know, well... We told you so, and you probably didn't need to be told you're as annoyed as we were by the whole thing. But allegedly, according to the Washington Post, which is never wrong, that's <laughs> over. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Armstrong and Getty. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.